two guys who love talking about a game within a game in association with Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Peterson. I'm Andrew. And this is FPL SideNet. Hello, managers. Welcome back to the FPL SideNet podcast. We are recording this on Thursday night, January the 18th. And as always, I'm joined by my man, Andrew, who like John Bon Jovi is halfway there in the game week. Andrew, how are you? We'll make it, I swear, Pete. <laughs> Andrew good, used you? to work on his FPL spreadsheet. <laughs> Actually, I never have done that. <laughs> that's, that's probably why I'm not very good. <laughs> oh, how are we? Halfway through the um, world's longest game week. Yeah, it's felt like... It's felt like an international break, hasn't it? Yeah, it's just felt it like does. it's just yeah, it's really dragged on for me. Um, but yeah, I am exactly halfway through. If you count, I guess I've I've had six players play. I think so. I've got five to go, but plus captain, that's sort of six. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's just felt like it's taken forever. Mm. Um, so I've kind of switched off from it a little bit because there's so much, you know, information to come still that. I feel like there's not that much point in thinking about my transfers and, and things like that. I've kind of just switched off like it is an international break. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm exactly the same boat. I I mean, and also because I always find the Friday night deadline or not Friday night, but you know, that early Saturday morning deadline for yeah. us, that always, I don't know, sets my brain off like extra early because I usually, you're probably the same as me. I, I find with the normal deadline on a Saturday night, all day Saturday, I'm just thinking about, like what I'm doing, uh, is it the right thing? And you're like just overthinking and playing at all these different scenarios. Whereas when it's, you know, the Saturday morning fixture and yeah. I lock in my team on the Friday night, like I just completely mentally check out. Yeah. And then because yeah, we've yeah. had this game, we go over two weekends. It's just, yeah, I've just completely, I, I, I've absorbed a lot of FPL content as I always do, but more from an entertainment aspect but i haven't actually physically myself been thinking about what i am going to do with my team because like you said there's so much to play out we've had yeah. fa cup replays we've got all these games we've got what's happening in afcon and asia cup blah, blah 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 and i just can't like wrap my head around thinking what i'm gonna actually do with my team next week because it's next week peter's problem <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. I don't have the brain <laughs> capacity for that. Like, we haven't even finished this game week yet, and yeah. I just can't be thinking about next week too hard. I mean, yeah. I guess we've got to think about it a little bit. Otherwise, what's the point in us recording this show? But I have um, <laughs> thanks for tuning probably... in, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Thanks for tuning in, listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll catch you next week. Uh, I mean, with so much happening, like. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what you're thinking, but when I saw that KDB was back the other day, and I mean, we will touch on that in more detail. I was, initially, my thoughts was, how am I going to get KDB in, blah, 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 blah. But then something could happen next week in like this weekend's fixtures that just completely gives us the answer for that anyway. And I could have wasted yeah. a whole week's worth of planning and trying to work out the best way to get 
the most efficient team to get this and when the answer could just present itself to us on a platter, like, come the end of this weekend. It could. I, I've, something tells me it won't, though. It won't. Always, it's, it's that time <laughs> of year where you do, there is so many permutations that you kind of, yeah, nothing ever comes, like, nothing ever seems obvious, even after, like, the game week's finished. There's always just so many different things you can do and so many different things to consider. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but, yeah, KDB is a very interesting one, isn't it? Yes, yes. We will touch on that in a sec. But, anyway, um, how many points are you sitting on at the moment? Um, I'm going pretty well so far. I've got 32, I think. Lovely. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm on 32. Um, I think last episode I was talking a little bit about um, I'd already made a transfer. I, I went cash to Estupanan. That's right. And I was talking to you about um, potentially taking a hit um, to bring in Phil Foden. Um, I ended up not doing that. Um, which is, you know, which I'm grateful for given that um, Phil Foden blanked. So I am on 32. Um, there's no minus four for me this week. Um, I didn't captain Palmer. So I've got Palmer's 10 points, but I sort of lost rank on that. Um, but uh, I do have Richarlison, um, eight points from him, six points from Pedro Porro, who was just amazing in that game. He was mm-hmm. so good. Um, and then probably a pretty lucky five points from Gusto because he was he probably he got a bit of an orange card in that game. Yeah. So um, <laughs> and then yeah, I got a couple of blanks from the forwards, two from Alvarez, one from Watkins. Yeah. Yeah. So I am on a slight green arrow. I think I've gone from about six hundred and two k up to about five hundred and forty three, something mm-hmm. like that. So small green arrow, which I'm pretty happy with considering my captain hasn't played yet. Yeah, and um. You're one of those manage like few managers, I would say, who's had Richarlison in for a while and just been raking these points week in, week out. While, you know, for managers like myself, that's just gone like completely under the radar, mostly because I've had Sun in my side most mm. of the time. But yeah. yeah, he just keeps picking up points. And like you said, you were saying in our chat group that you're just reaping the rewards of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did miss out on his big haul, like his 15 pointer. Um, I think I got him after that. Um, but I've I've had him for four weeks now, and he's scored I think eight points three out of four times. Yeah. So you've got to be you've got to be pretty happy with that. But it is my um, you might recall that it is my second attempt at Richarlison this season. I <laughs> I got him on game week ten or was it game week eight wild card um, when literally no one had him. It was I sort of just got him as a bit of a a bit of a punt for a couple of weeks because Spurs had a couple of good fixtures and it went very badly then. Um, so I'm glad that he's repaying the faith. And I think if he'd done badly for me again, he would have gone on the um on the never again list. So he's saved himself from that. Well, just like another um, Bon Jovi reference, you're keeping the faith with uh, Rich Allison. <laughs> Correct. Well, <laughs> I did. Yeah. Well, I did drop him initially, so I don't know. But I, I, uh, yeah, my faith was restored and. Yeah. It has been repaid, so that's good. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was actually thinking about getting rid of Richarlison, but now you know it's yeah, I don't think I can anymore. Not not ahead of Brentford. Yeah, no, no, I think it's it's def- it's it's not a it's not a problem at all. So that would well, be like a, the extreme luxury transfer. <laughs> it, it 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 might well become a problem pretty soon though, because um, you know we'll talk about blanks and stuff, I guess, in a little while, but. Um, there's def there's definitely a, a likelihood of a blank in game week 26 mm. for a Charleston, a Spurs. So considering I've already got 
Porro, um, having two Spurs on top of, you know, other blanking assets that game week, um, yeah, could pose a bit of a problem. So I do have to think about it a little bit. Yeah, but um, good thing is um, the arrow is green at the moment for you. So, yeah, hopefully yep. by the time we get through the rest of the fixtures, um, that green is even chunkier. Myself, I'm sitting on 28 at the moment. So that gives me a very, very narrow green arrow, which I'll happily take. Um, so, yeah, Dubravka in goals, Horro and Konza both getting the um, the six points. Um, nice. Konza finally delivering me some points, which is great after a couple of duck eggs. But, yeah, Foden, um, Palmer and Watkins so far. So, yeah, half my team to play, including my captain with, with Saka. So um, yeah. we, we both end up going Saka captain. And I was really surprised that the amount of managers that went with Palmer. I mean, he was my vice. So I guess yeah. that sort of shows what the thinking was there. But um, it was an interesting watch watching that Chelsea game, like wanting Chelsea to win and wanting Palmer yeah. to score, but not wanting Palmer to do too good <laughs> yeah 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 i was um i was watching that well i was actually at work when that game was on but while i was kind of like checking the score now and then i was like i i hope palmer scores but only if gusto assists and that's the only <laughs> way i can make anything out of it so it was yeah but i, I suppose he his eo i think my rank was about 120 and i think it's roughly the same for saka give or take so yeah um even though his haul hurt me a little bit. It wasn't really too bad, you know, like yeah. you for me, it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, what, was he uh, under a hundred for you? Uh, or? Yeah. Near, like around my rank of like the millions. Um, yeah. His ownership was only like 94%. So it was, yeah. I actually got green arrow on him. Like it was, it was marginal, but yeah, yeah it was still, but, still but worthwhile. The, the way I look at it though, Pete is like, obviously your, you're still hoping to get into like the top 100k, right? Yes. So, you know, even though, like, yeah, like, I, like, that's my goal, like, to get in top 100k, I think it would be a good result. Um, yeah, the season I'm having, but uh, like, even though you got a slight green arrow from Palmer scoring, you're really still competing against those people in the top 100k who went further away from you with that goal, if you know yeah. what I mean. I get what you mean. So, yeah, so it's still like I always still I it, rather than compare myself to the rank tier that I'm in, I always compare myself to the rank tier that I want to get to, um, because that's who I'm chasing. Yeah, see, I've I've switched my thinking with FPL the last few weeks, and I've talked about this with you, like on our text messages and stuff. Where I'm yep. just solely trying to win my mates' win mini league, like I yeah. used to back in the day. So I'm just fully focused on that. That's all I care about. And if I'm doing good in that, everything else will just take take care of itself. So, um, yeah, well, that's right. If you if you're doing well in general, then the overall rank should take care of itself. So yeah, that's I know probably the, it's probably not a bad way to think of things. Yeah, I know the always cheating guys always you know say make fantasy fun again. That's that's our that's their whole thing. That's what I'm doing at the moment. Like my 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 ranks in the mud, but if I can at least beat my mates and avoid the banter. Um, yeah. Because yeah, the 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 banter is pretty strong with my mates when they're above me. It's like, hey, do you do a fantasy Premier League podcast? Do you know any good Premier League podcasts? <laughs> like, shut yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Like the last couple of weeks, I've fallen behind in my in my mates' mini leagues as well. So yeah, it's hurting because I've been leading all season, and then the last couple of weeks, I've fallen behind. So uh, that's what's driving me too. I've got to get back on top just to <laughs> just to stop the bands. Well, um, an interesting segue there. We were um, 
having dinner with some friends uh, the the other night and um you know i sort of we'll talk about football and stuff and then talking about fantasy sports and, and um i mentioned oh you know i, I do a podcast and they're like oh what their minds were blown they're like oh you do a podcast oh yeah 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 then they're like what's it about like oh we do like fantasy premier league and they're like, oh wow and <laughs> one of the guys goes oh you must be like really good at it and i went no no that's the ironic thing i'm really bad at it this season <laughs> It's, yeah. It feels more of like a lifestyle show this season. <laughs> yeah. In the past, we've been good at it. Yeah. But just not this year. Just not this, not year. this year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, had, we had a good laugh about it. So the look on their face was like, sort of like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get the same. Uh, anyway, that, that, that's enough about that. Yeah. Like I said, um, Green Arrow, it's marginal, but I will take that with, with hope that um, sucker against Crystal Palace, which is good actually, because it's going to be the early game for us on the Saturday night, which yep. is um, an, an easy watch. So hopefully we'll be able to watch our captain get in some points. So I so I convinced you last week with my um, with my memories of Saka home to to Crystal Palace last season. Is that what did it? It was, but also like I wanted to captain Palmer, but then have, I mean having watched Chelsea play against Middlesbrough and. Um, Palmer playing in the false nine position because there was no. I was worried about how Chelsea was going to get point, like get goals because even though Nick Jackson misses a lot of opportunities, he does a lot of work that allows other yeah. players to to blossom. And yeah. I was really worried the avenue that Palmer was going to get points. And I thought, well, he's like he's always got the penalties, like that's quite handy. But most of the time, if he's trying to assist Sterling, who is absolutely dog trash this season and, you know, or who knows who's playing on the other wing, like Madueke or, or, you know, Armando Broja, who, you know, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Like, where's yeah. the point? I was a bit worried that I couldn't see Chelsea scoring a lot of goals, even though Fulham are yeah. quite poor. Um, but, I mean, as, predict- as predicted and thought, like, yeah, he got the penalty and got the max bone, so. Yeah. I mean, the thinking was right, though. Like, Chelsea did struggle to score and they just got yeah. the one. So, yeah. Um, I, I do think that you know Arsenal probably will score two, hopefully three. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully Saka's involved in whatever they do, but we'll see. Oh, you know they've had the warm weather training in Dubai, so you know getting some sun. Whereas Crystal Palace have sort of you know laboured to a FA Cup exit against Everton, yep. so yep. yeah, they're gone skiing the cup. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, I mean God knows what Ben White's tan's going to be like after a few days in Dubai. Oh, I I shudder to think what he's going to look like when he walks onto the field on Saturday. <laughs> Just like a wrinkled prune. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With raccoon eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, we touched before at um, KDB and, you know, Man City now have their confirmed, they, they did confirm that um, Game Week 25 will be a double for City. So they will be hosting Chelsea and Brentford in that double Game Week. But there's a few permutations here. So we saw Kevin De Bruyne come back the other day. And as we talked about last week, he only played 20 on minutes, but he just happened to go into beast mode, long hair, Kevin and set fear in the spines of every FPL manager out there that doesn't own you. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Curtin's Kevin was on it this week. Wasn't he? It's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like, yeah, he looks I, like I Jack Grealish. Yeah. A little bit, yeah, just little not bit. as yeah. drunk or hungover. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true. That's true. A little bit more red faced, maybe. Yeah, 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 definitely. But um, yeah. what's what's your thinking about the whole 
KDB thing because even he came out after the game and said, "Oh, you know, yeah, I'm still, I'm still not there yet, fitness wise." And um, but Pep sort of saying, "Oh, he could probably start soon," but you, you yeah. look at all the fixtures they've got coming up, and you know, yes, with that double in twenty five, but yeah. by the time they get to game week twenty five, City are going to be playing a lot of fixtures between now and then. Yeah, look, honestly, I I don't like KDB as a pick at all. Um, I think people Ooh, have sort hot, of been hashtag hot take. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like <laughs> it might be a bit controversial. I mean, I'm not. I've, I love KDB as a player. I just don't think he's a good pick for FPL. And I think um, people are being blinded by what happened in you know 20 minutes against Newcastle. But there was a lot of things that went into that. Like Newcastle, um, they were out on their feet when he came on. You know, he they just gave him so much space and. Yeah. You know, the, he he scores a he scores a goal from outside the box that is probably like a less than a 0.1 xg shot, and then you know he picks out Oscar Bob, you know, with an assist, which you know required like one of the best kind of takes oh and then God. kind of maneuvers around the keeper. Like these are these, I mean, he he could do those exact set. He could take that shot ten more times and attempt that pass ten more times and not and they and not score. Yeah. a goal out of any of it. And I just think that, you know, people kind of have been are getting carried away with what happened and um and it's just not really a sustainable it's not really a sustainable route to points to just come on for half an hour and then, you know, hope that um you can capitalize on a tiring defense. I still don't think that until he can consistently play, you know, 70 minutes, I don't think that we should be considering him. And I don't think he's there yet, as you yeah. said. Yeah. So he's a lot of money. Like I can't believe how many people are piling into him. Um, you know, at his price. I suppose people have got plenty of money at the moment yeah. because Harlan's out and Salah and Son are away. Um, but that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna be forever. And I think, you know, people are gonna maybe regret um spreading the funds and bringing K to B in when they want those players back in the not too distant future. Yeah, it's um it's a tricky one when you try and think of the funds and it like the FPL landscape switches so quickly that the, the groundswell of support for Foden before the Newcastle game was like huge. Like you talked about, you were like really close to taking a hit just to get Foden in. And yeah. then all of a sudden, like since that Newcastle game, the only discussion in the FPL landscape is KDB. How do we get KDB? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, it just, it switches so quickly. And like, they could, it does. It, like uh, City play Spurs in the FA Cup um, before game week 22, I believe. Um, and it could be a case that Foden has a really great game and KDB has a quiet game. And then, like, what's going to happen there? Like, what well, a manager's like, going to yeah, do? I mean, what, what's more likely to happen is that KDB comes on for the last 30 minutes again, probably doesn't score or assist. Yeah. And Foden, as normal, looks great because he looked great against Newcastle. He just didn't return. Yeah. Foden, you know, he might look great again, but this time he might, you know, get an attacking return. Um, and people are going to be back. The conversation is going to be back to Kevin De Bruyne's great, but Foden might be the better asset, you know, especially with the price difference and the minutes and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, that's it. It is it is um, interesting though because they, it seems like there's there is a bit of um, interaction between the two. Like a few people talked about um, that when KDB came on, that Foden was pushed much wider. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, 
I guess we'll see as the weeks wear on. Like, is it going to be the case that um, Foden's much a much better asset when KDB is not on the field, or was that just what happened against Newcastle? I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But I mean, there's the prospect that KDB could play as a false nine, but I suppose with Alvarez there, that's probably not as likely. Remember back in that season before Harlan yeah. joined and and Harlan. Uh, KDB occasionally played there and he got the four goals against Wolves and that was a great game week for, for managers that owned him. But yeah. That's true. I, but I think Foden played there as well at times yeah. in that same season. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't done that at all when when um, when Harlan's been out. Like I feel like Pep kind of trusts Alvarez yeah. in that position. Um, yeah. I mean, Alvarez didn't look great against Newcastle, but obviously he's doing what Pep wants him to do because he gets picked every single game. Yeah, he plays every single game and, he, and he's fit. But look, I suppose with, with game week 22 coming up um, where they host Burnley and on paper it's like the ideal fixture and we've seen over the years the history book shows us that City demolish Burnley every single time that yeah. they play. Like it's a great fixture. Um, and so m- most of our thinking is going to be which city asset do we captain? If if Harlan's back by then, hopefully we have some information before then. Like mm. that's like the clear and obvious captaincy pick there. But like if we don't know about Harlan, do we, you know, do managers go to KDB or do we captain someone like Alvarez who, you know, mm. playing up front for City against Burnley on paper? It sounds like a no brainer or Foden, but I suppose we have to wait and see what happens this week and then with the FA Cup yeah. and then game week 22. Probably more of the really, detail for next week. Yeah, that's right. I think we really have to see what happens in the FA Cup because yeah. I assume that if Haaland is ready for the FA Cup, he probably won't start. He'll probably, you know, I, I think Haaland's first game back, he's probably going to do like half an hour off the bench because he's been out since the 9th of December or something. That's yeah, the last it's, time it's a played. long break. So if if he does play half an hour off the bench in the FA Cup, hypothetically, then I guess the discussion is going to be, will he start against Burnley? And if he is going to start against Burnley, then, you know, everyone probably will want to just bring him in and captain him. But if he's not, if he's not ready for Burnley, like if he does like the KDB thing where he's on the bench, but doesn't get on the field. And so it seems like he, you know, he might just come off the bench against Burnley. Then I don't think people are going to want to bring him in just for that. And they're certainly not going to want to captain him for that. Um, And then, yeah, I guess it all depends on how many minutes KDB plays. You know, we're going to think how many, that's going to determine how many minutes we think he's going to play against Burnley. So I just don't think there's any point in even making those decisions until after that Cup game. Yeah. Um, But I mean, but for what it's worth, my bus captain, I think is on Alvarez because I think my expectation is that Haaland won't be starting against Burnley. And if Alvarez is starting up front um, with penalties against a team that sort of gives up a lot of chances down the middle, then Mm -hmm. I think he is he's my preferred captain choice even though he didn't necessarily look great against Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. We'll definitely be heading that way with our captaincy picks. It's just which one and who do you have and and blah blah blah. But yeah. I mean one thing to consider which is probably our next topic is that double game week 25. And while it's not confirmed yet, it's likely that Liverpool will double in game week 25, which isn't, you yeah. know, by then we will have Mo Salah back. Like and well, if will we get, for sure? Well, like it's likely <laughs> we yeah, might like, have you back sooner than what we think. We um, might have, a, yeah. If Egypt win the <laughs> African Cup of Nations, which is looking very unlikely, but if they do, yeah, he might then be, 
he might be parading down the streets of Cairo when double game week 25 is on. True. And Liverpool's double that game week could be away to Brentford and home to Luton. And Ooh. so managers thinking, oh, yeah, I'll get KDB in now because I can use the seller cash to get KDB and have him for the double. But I think the player you want to captain in that double, if it's between the two of them, I know Mo Salah's going to, you know, if, if Salah is breathing and fit and in the country, he's playing 180 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, like, 100%. I think at this early stage, um, if we're assuming that there is going to be a Liverpool double in game week 25, at this early stage, I'm thinking that Salah is the preferred captain yeah. slash triple captain over Haaland just because Haaland will, you know, as you say, like, He's probably not locked in for 180 minutes, whereas Salah probably is if he's back. Yeah. Um, and we, we don't know how careful they're going to be with Haaland's injury. Like, you know, when he does come back, is, is it going to be a situation where they really only want him to play or start once a week for the first few weeks and therefore he's going to start one of the double and then come off the bench in the other? Like, it's just, it just seems like Salah is the safer choice, especially yeah. in those fixtures. Yeah, definitely indeed. But, yeah, so you've made the note here about late game week 26. So, I mean, we'll know next week when we, if we record uh, this time next week, we'll yeah. know who's in the League Cup final. So we'd have confirmation. But, yeah, at the moment with we, we just know, don't know for sure with Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Luton likely to blank in game week 26. So, um, yeah, I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, you're the Chelsea fan. You know, like surely even a pessimistic Chelsea fan thinks that they are likely to turn around the one goal deficit like home to Middlesbrough, right? I say that, but I've seen this Chelsea side serve up yeah. so much dross the last 18 months that I'm not yeah. optimistic at all. Like they need to score I, two I, goals. They do. They do. And <laughs> they don't always do that. Even um, if it's a draw, it goes to a penalty shootout and then it's, yeah, roulette. So. Well, you know that Cole Palmer's going to make his penalty at least. Oh, Cole Palmer. I'm doing the icy, icy Cole Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, so game week twenty six is Chelsea versus Spurs, yeah. Yes. So that's the one that you know is. I, I still think it's likely to be a blank, but if there, but that's the one that possibly could go ahead, and that really would make our lives a lot easier, wouldn't it? Like a lot of people have got one or two Spurs assets and Cole Palmer as well. So for that yeah. fixture to be on, really would make everyone's life a bit easier. It would because yeah, it's a it's a fairly long game week. So the Chelsea Spurs game is supposed to be a Friday night fixture. So yep. yeah, that doesn't go ahead. I mean the League Cup's usually on a on a Sunday, but with with both of those sides not having any European football, it, it can very easily fit in at the tail end of that game week. But yeah. It it could be a problem that we blown out of proportion might just solve itself. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. I guess we, I guess we just don't know. We just yeah. need to like keep our eyes on, you know, Ben Krillin's spreadsheets and wait for um, Ben to tell us and the Premier League yeah. what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly right, exactly right. I'm convinced the Premier League just wait to see what what he says because he just does all the work for him. It's like whoever does yeah. fixture play at the at you know at the uh, FA I just think, goes oh look i think we should do i've crunched the numbers i think we should do this and he's you got Brent Crowley yeah. on twitter <laughs> yeah that's right i mean in the past they probably didn't know about him but imagine if you imagine if you were part of the team that was you know 
that was in charge of fixture planning or whatever, and you were the only one that knew about Ben Krellen, like you'd be the uh, hero of the room. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. Oh, I think we should do this for reasons A, B, C, D. Yeah. Um, you probably just need to listen to like one of James's um, <laughs> fixture, yeah. yeah, James from Planet FPL's like um, chip strategy pods, and then just regurgitate that in the meeting and like you'll. You'll be getting promotions left, right, and center. <laughs> also, because he goes into so much detail and research about what TV companies can show what games at certain times and stuff like it's just it's insane the level that that James goes yeah. to. But uh, yeah, just yeah, the, these things might sort themselves out. But yeah, Game Week Twenty Nine is looking like a big headache, but that's a headache I think for future Peter and future Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think there's just, I mean, all we know about Game Week Twenty Nine, right, is that. Be we two have fixtures. one definite. <laughs> no. We've got one. De- we got one definite fixture, right? Which is the I think Brentford versus Burnley. Is it? Uh, Brentford Burnley. Yeah. Brentford Burnley is the only one that we definitely know is going ahead. But there, there probably there's you know very likely there's going to be a few more that do go ahead, and we just don't know which ones yet. So I, I just don't think there's there's too much point worrying about it now. Um, yeah. When we get to game week twenty nine, I guess we'll decide whether you know there's. You know, our teams are in such bad shape that we need to use the free hit chip or whether we can just sort of muddle our way through it and save the free hit for something a bit more exciting later down down the line. Oh, can't wait to use my free hit to load up on, you know, triple Burnley. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Lyle Foster, Charlie Taylor, if he's fit, like Trafford, I don't know. What would you even do? Jeez, oh, I don't know. No, please no. I'm not using... I, honestly, if that's the only fixture in that game week... I'll just roll out like one or two players and then just leave it at that. Yeah. Well, one player that might be popular that game week and is, you know, getting a lot of attention at the moment is Ivan Tony, who's returning from his suspension for gambling. Um, yep. Would you be taking the gamble? Would you be betting on Ivan Tony? <laughs> Although the fixtures are not that good. No. I mean, the double's not that good. I think the it's, double I is think awful. The- yeah. It's quite possibly think, the worst double you could get. The only way, yeah, I think so. The only way it could be worse is if it was like Arsenal away and Man City away, maybe. Like at least with Liverpool at home, you can, like, you think they'll probably score a goal in that game, probably. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But I like looking at that, I reckon they score one goal in that double game week and they concede like at least five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I've got I've got Ethan Pinnock in my team and even though he's got that double game week I think he may may well score zero or one points in that in that whole double game week and I'm thinking of I'm I'm looking at getting rid of Pinnock you know which is crazy which seems crazy ahead of a double but like really what can you expect from a defender in with those with Liverpool and Man City yeah <laughs> especially since they've been conceding goals against much worse teams than that like their defense has been pretty bad recently yeah there was a fair bit of, of chat on our, you know, Aussie um, FPL Twitter group about Watkins and the frustration there with his returns of late that it hasn't been good. But I don't know. I, I find that Watkins had so many chances in that Everton game. That, I mean, it was an awful game, but he had a few chances there and he puts one of them away and it's not even a conversation about what we do with Watkins. Like, it's yeah. not even a problem I'm considering because... I mean, as we mentioned before, I'm still suffering from long Darwin. So yeah. 
if there's any forward I'm looking to get rid of, it's it's Darwin. It's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's Watkins not Watkins. Is your second choice for getting rid of. Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, I don't think it makes sense for me. It doesn't make sense to get rid of Watkins now because he's gotten through a few trickier fixtures, and now he's got a few good fixtures coming up now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, so I've got I've got every faith in the world that he's going to turn it around um, yeah. in the next few weeks. He's going to have a good um, next few weeks. Like he's got game week twenty two. He's got Newcastle at home, and it's which just, is last season he just, absolutely demolished up, them. Well, it's just a good fixture. Like people yeah. see Newcastle and they think it's a bad fixture at home. It's not. And then he's got Sheffield United away, Manchester United at home again. At home, that's not a bad fixture at all. No. Then he's got Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Luton. Yeah, it's um, not a sell for me. No, nah, he's not a sell. He's just not a sell. Like he's just not a problem. Um, for yeah, I I am a little frustrated as well as everyone else that he hasn't scored more points in the last few weeks. But I'm I, I remain confident that moving forward he's going to keep ticking along, and you know there might be one or two double digit hauls in the next six weeks coming up as well. I think. I mean, even with his returns, even if he had done really good, it probably wouldn't have wouldn't have helped. Because his ownership is so high anyway, so that yeah. there hasn't really been much. It hasn't really mattered what he's done because yeah. he, I mean, with Again, the, maybe that's why I'm not I'm not that frustrated with yeah. him. It hasn't mattered. Yeah, but I suppose if you if you did think that like his underwhelming kind of returns were going to continue, then maybe that is a good opportunity to go against that you know 100 EO player. Yeah. Um, and then gain a little bit on the field. I just don't. I just I just think that that ship has sailed though. I think he's going to. I think he is going to continue to return or start returning again more regularly now. Well, he's just one of those players you don't sweat when the team sheet comes out. Like, you know he's no. playing. I mean, he doesn't have penalties. That's a, a slight knock on him. But in the past, I've owned Watkins when he's had penalties. I missed them, and it's it's pretty awful. <laughs> so I'd rather yeah. he not not have the penalty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I always feel the same way about Salah. I'm pretty nervous watching him take a penalty. <laughs> as well. Um and Watkins, as you say, was the same when he had them. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm happier without the stress of watching him take a penalty for me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's not the, the worry you need, but yeah, as far as Watkins goes, he's he's um a hold for me. But yeah, I mean halfway through the game week, so we're not gonna bother previewing the game week. We'll say that for for next week's episode and hopefully we have a few more answers to, to some of our questions. Yeah, hopefully and hopefully we've got a a couple of big fat green arrows to uh, to, yum, to yum, gloat yum. about, <laughs> <laughs> and that's some right. um, some goodwill punting success stories. Yeah, that's right. Both of, neither of our um, goodwill puntings have played yet either, have they? So no, a lot of pressure on mine, considering I got Pascal Gross into my side. So um, well, I think my mine's actually looking really bad because I've got um, Enkedia, and it's looking increasingly likely that. He's probably Jesus not going to play. Be fine. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he'll probably get like twenty minutes off the bench. So hopefully, he just does a De Bruyne. That's not too. <laughs> much, that's not too much to expect, is it? Twenty minutes. So that's a goal and assist and max bonus. Goal yeah. and assist, three bonus. That's pretty standard for a twenty-minute cameo. Is, yeah, that's, that's my understanding. And Kedia just needs to get the the curtain haircut, like Kevin De Bruyne. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kevin De Curtains. That's what he needs. <laughs> Oh, I love it. But uh, yeah, that, that should probably see us out for, for this week's episode. We'll keep it short and sharp. But uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FPL Signet on both of those and give Andrew a follow too at FPL underscore 
won't break. Give him a follow. Um, and remember, hit those like and subscribe buttons for the show. And yeah, thanks for all the retweets and, and all the love out there. We we love to see it. And I'll just do a quick public service announcement. So we've got an FPL meets coming up in Melbourne on Australia Day. Um, so January the 26th. On It's on a Friday afternoon, if you don't know when Australia Day is. Um, so we've got the, the awesome Mira is in town. She's here for the Oz Open. So we're planning on doing a bit of a catch up. I think we've got about five or six people confirmed to, to come along. So it's going to be um, really fun to, to see everyone. I know Chaz from the FPL Attic show is coming along. So it's always great to, to be in Chaz's um, stratosphere. To, to His energy is just different levels. So uh, yeah. really excited to, to see him and, and some of the others out there. But um, if you are here in Melbourne, um, get in touch and I'll give you all the details for that. So um, we're catching up in the city and Melbourne Victory is playing later that night too. So maybe if there's a few more people interested, we can try and organize some tickets. So have to get in contact with Jack. He has some connections there at the Victory, but yeah, get in touch about that. But um, yeah, anything you want to add before we finish up this show? It feels weird. Like like it's a weird show because we're it's in a weird the middle show of it. It's a but... game week. So yeah, we... No, I mean the only thing I wanted I wanted to add was that um Socceroos are playing tonight against Syria. So yes. go the Socceroos. Hopefully um by the time this episode comes out, we will have had a very nice victory against them. Um, Lovely. Did you watch the India game? The first I did, one? it was awful. <laughs> I was watching it because yeah. it was that 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 leapt over with the Chelsea Fulham game the other night for about an hour. Yeah. So I was watching both at the same time and frustrated so three with hours both. straight of terrible football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, though, like the first game of a big tournament, you know, like think of Argentina losing to Saudi Arabia, Egypt oh. drawing with Mozambique. Like, the, you just you just want the three points that first yeah. game. You build you 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 warm your way into the tournament from there. So, hopefully, a better performance against Syria tonight. Yeah, that's, that's, let's hope so, and then that should seal our progress through the next round and take it from there. I haven't done the permutations about who they could play, but yeah. Nah. Get stuff. I haven't. Yeah, I, one game at a time, as they one say, game. the old cliche. Let's let's go. Ready to go, baby. Credit to the boys, <laughs> as uh, my mate calls them, the man tilders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, awesome! I love it. Well, anyway, out there, uh, let your defensive sheets be cleared and your arrows green. See you, managers. 